Welcome to our Monday podcast on the psalm, some simple devotional thoughts. Today we consider Psalm 78. In this psalm, the history of Israel is summarised from the time of the Exodus to the uniting of the tribes under David when he ascended to the throne. This is done for a purpose, to teach the psalmist generation and the generations that follow some home truths. Truths about Israel's slowness to learn from God and slowness to obey God. This is a long psalm, 72 verses, and so we can only have an overview. The first eight verses spell out the reason for this psalm, that the next generations might know and learn. So in verses three and four, things that we have heard and known, that our fathers have told us, we will not hide them from their children but tell to the coming generation. The reason for this, in verses 7 and 8, so that they should set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and that they should not be like their fathers, a stubborn and rebellious generation, a generation whose heart was not steadfast, whose spirit was not faithful. To God. So the past is a warning to the present and also teaches for the future. The rest of this psalm is devoted to a history that shows how slow Israel was to trust and obey God. There are three big chunks of history in this psalm Israel in the wilderness verses 11 to 39, Israel in Egypt, verses 40 to 53, and Israel in the Promised Land, verses 54 to 72. Concerning Israel in the wilderness, God, having delivered them from Egypt, verses 12 and 13, having led them through the wilderness, verse 14, having fed and nourished them, verses 15 and 16, found the people of Israel rebelling against him. In verses 17 to 19, they sinned still more against him, rebelling against the Most High in the desert. They tested God in their heart. They spoke against God. In verses 30 to 33, we read that God disciplined them. And in verses 34 to 39, we see that ultimately God was gracious to them. Verse 38 is a key verse. Yet he, being compassionate, atoned for their iniquity and did not destroy them. He restrained his anger often. Concerning Israel in Egypt, we are reminded of what they witnessed. As verse 43 puts it, God's signs and marvels. Verses 44 to 53 spells them out. But sadly, we are told in verse 42, they did not remember his power all the day when he redeemed them from the foe. Concerning Israel in the promised land, God brought them there, verses 54 to 55. 
Yet as verses 55 and 56 state, they tested and rebelled against the Most High God and did not keep his testimonies, but turned away and acted treacherously like their fathers. God's discipline continues, verses 59 to 64. But ultimately he did not reject his people and graciously he works in his nation to fulfill his covenant. He establishes the promised line of David. So in verses 68 to 70, he chose the tribe of Judah. He chose David, his servant. C.H. Spurgeon commenting on this psalm says, this story of the children of Israel after they came out of Egypt is like a looking glass in which we may with great sadness see ourselves reflected. If this is the story of our life, we too can be thankful for God's grace to us. I want to finish with a quote from Matthew Henry on this psalm. Speaking of the lessons of this psalm for us, he says it should put us upon recollecting what God has done for us and what we have done against him. So the particulars also may be of use to us for warning against those sins of unbelief and ingratitude. Join me on Wednesday for Psalm 79.